Welcome to the Modern Inc. Podcast, number 12. Hi everybody, this is Modern Inc., and today we're going to be doing... A little different kind of interview. It's going to be more based upon the ION contest that we just had on the site. It's going to be me, and we've got um, Tony. Hey. And we've got Bill. Hi, everybody. Everybody probably by now recognizes Bill uh, from MNPC Tech, the main guy over there. and He was part of the uh, ION competition, I guess we could say. I like to call it the event. It wasn't really more than, I, th- I think, an event because it was three months long, and we did different aspects of it, and um, I I think it went fairly well, and we're going to try and hit all the modders uh, and try and get all their takes on this, so there's probably going to be a couple of different episodes you guys can tune in, and hopefully, got my fingers crossed, that I can get all the guys together and have one big uh, session together, which I think would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be fun. I'd like to uh, finally meet these guys. Yeah, I think everybody would. I mean, probably people kind of think that all the modders know all the modders. And really, we don't. <laughs> we know them like like maybe Bill said earlier when we were talking offline was just um, you know their online personas and what they've done, but maybe not even actually spoken to them in person or even over Skype or anything. So, but we're gonna go for that. So we'll start off with the questions here. Tony, what you got first? All right, uh, Bill. When uh, when you were first contacted about the contest, what were your initial thoughts? about the the way it was set up and everything? Uh, I thought it was uh, really cool and different. I had never heard of a contest arrangement like this before, and I saw it. It was the first time it was a contest where it was a win-win situation, whether um, your uh, entry won or not, because NVIDIA supplied each builder with a $500 check to go towards the build, and we had sponsors, uh, Corsair with the uh, Solid State Drive, memory and in logic supply for power supply and we had an os we got for free right and so the entry didn't win you got to keep the pc it was an awesome pc so i'm like i'm definitely going to do this yeah i kind of thought i'm same lines you were that it was a win-win for everybody um everybody could participate one way or another Uh, all you do is supply your ideas and stuff and if you got in the top 30 You've got a free subscription to CPU Magazine. And then if you got into the top five, you've got uh, an ION system, you know, the board, the motherboard and stuff. So as it progressed, the farther you went, the more you won. And, and like you guys said, the modders, either way, I, I, I couldn't see how the modders couldn't win because you got all this great stuff from Zotac and Corsair and NVIDIA and CPU and Logic Supply um, to to create a fantastic mod, and if it didn't win, you got to keep it. So you got a great mod that you built, $500 check to build it, plus all the hardware. I mean, that's that kind of cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, what did I need? I needed to buy a optical drive um, <laughs> and... Did I mention I needed to buy optical drive? <laughs> that was it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was really it to get an up and running system. Uh, that's the beauty of the uh, Ion board is right out of the box. It's ready to go. It's already got the CPU built into it and onboard graphics, and you just the audio, add, everything. 
yeah, memory and a hard drive and OS and bang, it's it's running. It's awesome and it's an awesome little rig too. It's quiet. The I've got the uh, OEM CPU fan on it and it's really quiet. Um, and the video quality is awesome. Uh, people thought I was joking. I actually loaded Crisis into this thing. Now we didn't have high res gameplay. <laughs> we had I, yeah, I could do 800 by six is by 600 resolution. Yeah, but but, but who can't do high res and Crisis anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a kick. It's a kick butt little package, and I would definitely get one again. For sure, I, I would love to build another one of these. It's it's opened up a whole door to the ITX platform. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I'm actually can't wait to get my hands on one and play with it. Yeah, we got lucky enough um, for participating in this. I uh, just got a box that showed up at my door the other day, and it's got two boards in it, like you guys got. So me and Tony's going to have a little fun, I think, oh. for ourselves. You got the same ones. Uh, I think so. I, well, I think ours came with the power supply. We got the N30 or the N330. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we got the uh, AU version, and we uh, what we had to get was a uh, the Pico power supply adapter of a brick power supply. You know, I wasn't really hot about the idea of using the brick power supply. It's a 90 watt, but you know what? With the brick power supply, it allows you to be even more creative in the structure you make for the board itself. So you're not, you don't have to, because it's separate from that. So I don't have to worry about trying to find a location or space for a power supply in, right. in this small of a space. So actually, I like the idea of using the brick instead. Yeah, it kind of leads us into the next question. Did you, uh, once you started getting the, the details on the build and your budget and everything, what you, you know, what kind of boundaries you had, did it, uh, Cause you to have any second thoughts on it? Um, well, uh, there was a there was a uh, the stage there before we knew what we were going to be building that you couldn't help but every day w- wonder about it. I mean, is my life going to be turned upside down for two months? <laughs> <laughs> you know, working on whatever somebody comes up with, or is it going to be a real breeze? So that that question kept going around in my head, and then once. Um, once I chose a design, I had to mentally uh, break it down into how can I do it in this short of time. And uh, Craig's Craig's design was very complex, and it's actually intimidating to look at it first because there's so many different little pieces on it. Um, but I've got enough experience where I can kind of break things down and, okay, we can skip all this while still emulating that look right. but not having – you know, uh, what was it, 18 by 18 base, <laughs> which is, like somebody said, it's like an anti-theft unit attached to the PC. Uh, <laughs> it was this big, big, huge base that Craig came up with. It looked really impressive, but I, I don't have a lot of experience working with acrylic. So uh, it, that, to me, was intimidating at first. Like, well, geez, I, I don't think I could do all that. Uh, so why don't instead we, we mill uh, a base from a solid block of aluminum you know we can do that quicker and try to emulate that look um so yeah at first it was really it was in it was intimidating you know what was the timeline and budget i mean i'm I'm sure that at first that was kind of a factor you got 500 bucks basically and you got what was it six weeks i mean (laughs) 
that to me that would be quite intimidating that you've got that. Yeah, it is, and I think that's what's uh, prompted a lot of questions to Nvidia about the rules. You know, are you sure that this money? I mean, we can spend this on this. You know, at first I thought five hundred dollars for a complete system, including an LCD and you know, good keyboard and mouse, and like oh. But then once the sponsorships came in through Corsair and Logic Supply, and we got the OS, it was like okay. Then this money is just going to go towards supplies. I mean, we've already got the resources to do everything. It's just the supply costs, which weren't that bad. So once I kind of uh, uh, wrote down some numbers, I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. Now it's just to uh, the challenge of time. I know what I need to do, but can I do it in this amount of time with all these other things going on? You know, I I couldn't drop other things in order to get this done. Right. So uh, yeah, I I would say. It was a great competition because there wasn't any point where you could just lay back and go like, oh, this is a breeze, you know. So yeah, it was a great competition. And, and, and the other guys who I've, I've known their work for years, it wasn't like they're slouches. So it's like it really pushed you to be on your game, you know, like, okay, I mean, we got to get serious about this and rock it out because these guys aren't going to play around either. So it was an awesome competition. Did you uh, did you like how the the contest was laid out by uh, like having the designers come up with the ideas and then the modders actually doing the builds? Yeah, it was cool. I'd never seen anything like that before. Um, I'm not. I mean, in a contest venue, uh, I'm used to people like sending us designs or something, but uh, not knowing anybody and all these people from you know just the public, general public submitting stuff and then. You know, watching each day new things appear. It's like, wow, you know, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I, li- I like the format a lot. Yeah, I, I kind of thought it, it tended to um, get everybody involved with it, just not somebody sitting there watching. Um, you know, if they could come up with a good idea and, and, and stay within the rules, that they had a good chance of winning, you know, and progress up the ladder. And we had, 430-something entries, right, Tony? Yeah, I think 435 or something like that. Yeah, which which actually was about 335 more than I thought we would ever get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there's, uh, there, you know, with uh, SketchUp being free, um, that's opened a lot of doors to people to just tinker around and come up with crazy ideas. True. True, but I mean, it wasn't limited just to SketchUp. I mean, part of the rules was it could have been any kind of form of, of idea with design. It could have been like a couple of people did, you know, hand sketched and then taken photos of. You know, that would at least give you something to work off or trying to show what the idea was. Yeah, yeah. That was, it was awesome to have the public involved like that. I'd like to see more contests like that because it's a more uh, in bringing the community together for something. Speaking of the design part of it, when you picked Cheapskate's idea, was there any specific thing about his idea that, that drew you to it, or was it just the fact that he made the comment in the post when he made the original post? There was uh, several reasons. Uh, that, and what Tony is referring to, is he said Bill Owen's worst nightmare in the title of his submission, and that definitely caught my eye. <laughs> and... Uh, when I saw that, well, when I, then I looked at it, I got, good God, what are you doing to me? <laughs> you know, I'm like, then part of me was like, 
okay, this guy's publicly challenged me. And being who I am and doing this as a business, I took I took that personal. Like, okay, you're saying, all right, yeah, I'll take your challenge on that. Then once I got past that part, <laughs> I looked at the design. I was like, yow. You know, I, I, at first I didn't know what I would do. You know, because I don't normally work with acrylic, and that was uh, that was intimidating. Um, so I saw it as like a personal challenge. You know, like okay, I I can do this. I'll try it out, and I'll learn. You know, when you're forced into a situation, it forces you to learn something. So um, I learned a lot about acrylic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I whether I liked it or not. So, but you know what? After after I got through all that, I'm like, it opened up a whole new world to me. It's like, oh yeah, okay, I, I can understand the whole allure of it and everything now. So, uh, there's going to be laser cutter in your future at the shop. Uh, no, we already have access to one. Wow. We've had access for a year. Uh, my, uh, we have one in the family. My, my in-laws used to have a business where um, they uh, they had used it for different applications, and their business had closed last year. So, yeah, I lucked out that way. I mean, looking at his, you know, it was it's mostly it's constructed from acrylic. It's all acrylic, and if I didn't have that connection, I probably I probably wouldn't have picked it. You know, so I'm like, all right. And using acrylic over aluminum cuts a lot of cost down, too. So, yeah. yeah, it does actually, because aluminum is quite pricey right now. Yeah, I mean, it, to try to emulate all that in aluminum would have never happened because everything would have been screwed together. And see, that's another thing. I'm used to using fasteners to join everything together in mods. That's just the way I, 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 I've never used acrylic cement before. And so I had to play around with that stuff, which can be uh, really terribly temperamental <laughs> uh-huh. you know um, I got warned about it it's it's really watery watch out oh okay yeah 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 oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, that's uh, why yeah. yeah that's why you have to use the bottle with the syringe tip on it and just yeah. put drops it down just put the drop <laughs> well the thing is when I, I asked Craig you know he suggested that stuff and uh, and I said dude well the stuff it, I have to hold the pieces together forever for like 10 minutes in order for it to get tacky. He's like, huh? It's normally it just sticks right together for me. It must be, uh, must be the environment you're in up there or something. And like, I don't know. But so what I had to do on a lot of the parts is I had to set them up. And what I mean by that is if it was, uh, well, like for example, the core of the cube, all the sides, I had to use books and stuff to set up all the sides as it cured, you know, um, and, it, and I let it cure overnight. So a lot of it was playing a waiting game of wait for this stuff to cure while it's together. Wow. And That is quite odd, was, because I've used that stuff before, and it's like two minutes. Dude, I, did I get like a bunk can or something? For, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is, but you know what? You deal with it. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I wasn't experienced with the stuff to know that maybe... It's bunk or whatever. I just dealt with it. So the biggest pain for me was wait for stuff to set up. You know, if, once I get, I have to like do each little stage. Like my whole shop has got little plastic pieces curing all around it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I got my whole my center island's got all these green and black pieces. You know, curing. It's like, and, and the hardest part was uh, on top was the uh, I call it the spider blade fan grill and 
trying to set up those pieces with something, I had to really get inventive. <laughs> because they're not going to screw together. It's all this acrylic cement, uh, which was uh, well done number three. Yeah. For anybody out there wondering. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was... That was my own personal challenge with the project. That pretty much covers my next question as as far as what seemed to be the most difficult aspect of doing the custom build designed by somebody else. But, I mean, if you you had a chance, would you do it again in the acrylic or would you like to go in full metal? No. (laughs) No, Or not at all. (laughs) Uh, I I wouldn't. You know what? If somebody wants to pay me to do an aluminum one, We'll do it. Get a hold of me. Not a problem. For me to do one just for fun to do another one? Nah, too much time. It would take way too much time. If you look at the work log in the first page where I've got, I don't even think I have all the pieces laid out after they were laser cut. Um, there's a lot of pieces here. And, and another thing is that Craig's design, he didn't have it finalized either in ways. There was some things that he was still working on. There was like some different things that while I was working, well, how is this fastened on? <laughs> there's, there's no plan. There's no hole here in the plans at all. Uh, all I had, he had sent me, uh, he had done it. He had done the design in SketchUp and then he sent me the SketchUp file so I could go into SketchUp and look at the finished piece to kind of use as a roadmap to put everything together. Right. Well, Everything wasn't there, though, so it's like I had to just, you know, off the cuff, do some changes to make things work. So it's not, the end result isn't exactly like his conceptual drawing. You know, it's it's very different. So Right, but we, but that was part of the rules, too, that you, right. could, you could adjust it to the way you knew you could do it or, or had to be able to do it. And I'm sure that, um, that Craig's uh, design was just, he had the idea, stuck it together, never thinking like, wow, I had to build it. How would stuff interlock or hook to each other? No, he, from what I understand, it was something that he was dabbling with, and he saw the contest and thought, this is a great venue to make this thing happen. So he threw it out there, and he was like, oh, Bill, man, I I apologize. I didn't really, you know, I didn't have the correct measurement on that yet, and or this, and oh, it, it, you know, the whole time Craig was like, oh, man, I, oh, I'm so sorry. And like, oh, it's okay. But, you know, like one thing is I would change on it is I would make the cube itself bigger because I made the mistake. I I, I did buy a Blu-ray, Blu-ray drive, and it was a, one of the longer drives. It was like seven and a quarter or something, oh. where most of the drives now are like six and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so his design was originally designated for a slimline optical drive from like a, you know, a laptop, right? I priced out a slimline drive with Blu-ray. You're talking $200. Okay. <laughs> you go price out a slimline drive with Blu-ray. Well, this at the time, you know, when I started crunching numbers on stuff, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to dump my $500 budget a court, you know, on the freaking Blu-ray drive, so uh, I'm like, I'm going to go optical. So that was a big change there to cut on costs. But see, his original design, the, the, the dimensions of the cube didn't call for that. So I got the Blu-ray drive, and it was like, oh, this isn't going to fit. So I had to go with just a regular 
DVD drive instead. And uh, the cabling was, it was a challenge. You know, I sleeved everything in it. You know, once you sleeve everything, kind of, you know, it's kind of a little bit harder to manipulate things into small crevices. So, but uh, overall, came out pretty good. From the images, it looks great. Um, it, I, I would say 90% accurate to the original conception of the drawing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely, uh, it's like a, it, what it is, it's like a, it's like the daddy of his conceptual drawing, or, or the bastard child of it. <laughs> Probably the bastard child would be a better description. You know, and one thing, a lot of people don't know this, is that, uh, you know, his original design called for the, uh, the core of the cube to be black acrylic. Well, I had some, uh, quarter inch UV green acrylic already, and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to try something different here. I'm going to make the core transparent UV and see what it looks like. Kind of do it like I thought I could try to do a twist on the design. And I looked at it. We we cut it. We put it together. And I'm like, you know what? This looks like every other cube out there, you know? I'm go- So I decided instead of spending the money to buy a quarter-inch black opaque acrylic, I, I just painted the core a matte black. Uh, so... Actually, which I actually like more than the uh, opaque acrylic because that stuff is just a make, uh, magnet to fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, this even works better. Plus, it matches the anodized base as well. It's a great match to the anodized color. So I'm glad I did that. You know. Yeah, I think it turned out very well. Uh, it, it looks really good. I thought the same thing. First time when I first looked at it, I went, wow, that's a uh it looks like aluminum or metal, but then reading it was like acrylic. It's like, wow, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and everybody out there, if you're wondering what I used, I used uh, SEM brand self-etching primer black. It is, I'm going to call that the uh, paint of the case mod gods because we use so much of that stuff. However, the flip side is ex- extremely toxic. So before you run out and use that stuff, if you can find it, it's, it's typically at um, auto body suppliers, not just your typical auto parts store. You're going to have to go to an auto body supplier and get it online. But it's the best primer out there on the market. We use it for uh, painting uh, bare aluminum. It's a good primer surface to bare aluminum or steel. And it works on plastic as well. Um, the thing is, though, it's very toxic, uh, so you got to use it in a well-ventilated area, and you got to wear a filtered respirator mask. Otherwise, you will regret because <laughs> it's very stinky and bad. So, but uh, it works awesome. Another great tip from Bill. Every time we talk to you, you got these great tips for us. Yeah, I'm loaded with them, <laughs> whether so, I like uh, it or not. <laughs> so after doing this build for the Nvidia Iron contest, has the uh, the methods and whatnot you've used in doing this gave you ideas for future mods? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, like I was saying earlier, I never really worked with acrylic much with modding. But now you'll see a lot more a lot more stuff utilized with acrylic for sure. Um, and one thing I would love to do is to... I love the base for this PC. The base design is kick-ass. And... Uh, I would love to uh, do something else based on the same pedestal base design, but make like a different shape PC. Like, oh, maybe something like a UFO, you know, kind of a sci-fi theme where UFOs tilted tilted on it with the uh, system inside the body of the UFO, something like that. You'll oh, definitely, yeah. you know, 
definitely you're going to see something done again with with the Zotec Ion for sure. I'll get another one of those and um, so yeah, it's opened up uh, some doors that weren't there before for sure. Sweet. So you can you and Craig, which I guess everybody probably knows on the forums as uh, Cheapskate, is you going to use him as a uh, as a consultant now for some mods. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I told Craig, I said that uh, if you want to make another one, that, you know, I definitely would help him with that because he deserves it. You know, he deserves the, you know, I think it's a great design, and and I think that, uh, you know, it's it's his baby that he got to see built. But definitely, I said, you know, hey, man, if you want us to, we got, we've got all the files and everything. If you want us to cut up another one, we'll definitely do it. Um, as for if I work with him again, I'm sure I will at some point. Um, I run into him a lot at BitTech, and we have a lot of mutual friends. I was actually happy to do something with him. I've known of him on BitTech, um, and uh, he's a very, very creative guy. There's nobody like him. You know, His ideas are really out there. And so, yeah, I'd definitely do something with him again. Um, but I think if the next micro... Uh, the ITX platform I do is going to be my own design for sure, and it will be more aluminum. <laughs> it's just it's just easier and faster <laughs> to work with. So let's let me ask you this: If there was a contest again next year, which I have been talking with, and and hopefully they, they seem to really want to do it. I mean, they like the way it turned out. I mean, everybody knew it was the first time that this has happened here, and we had some learning curves, of course, ups and downs, and sideways things that happened. But overall, um, I, I do think it was an event that I personally hadn't ever seen happen. Um, me, Tony, and you've been in this thing for, what, six, seven years or more of modding. And I, I thought it was really quite a cool thing for the first time. But if we did this again next year, would you be willing to participate? Yep, sign me up, guys. I'm, I'm there. Definitely. Cool. Definitely I'll do it again. It was a hoot. And uh, I, it, I love Nvidia. I, you know, I even when I first got into PCs, when I discovered Nvidia's cards, it was like, you know, so it was like just to do something for Nvidia was awesome. As alone, you know, I, I love that company. So definitely, I'm there. Cool. We'll add you to the list. I'm sure after the, I'm sure after this, there's going to be a lot of people looking at it and probably saying, "How do I get onto it?" Because I think oh, once yeah. once this hits in a in a few months, I mean, it got out there, but like you said, Bill, um, after uh, it gets out there and everybody sees it and it starts really gathering, probably some some steam afterwards. It's kind of like going to see a movie and it's real popular, but some movies even gain more popularity after the DVD comes out. So I think once this gets out there and and you guys can post your your logs in other places, they'll see this and and go, wow, what was this all about? And uh, I, I think it really will generate quite a buzz, more of a buzz even still. Oh yeah, uh, I have no doubt about that. Uh, when uh, people get to see the final pictures of this thing, it's going to blow a lot of people's minds and. I always felt that it's going to inspire a lot of people to get into modding just because it's so out there. You know, um, all the mods that were done are awesome. And yeah, I mean, it's going to grow, definitely. And boy, you do it again next year, I can't even imagine what kind of designs will be submitted. There'll be so many cool designs. 
you know, then you're going to you're going to get all these guys that didn't know about it. And they're going to be like, oh yeah, and you get some really talented people in there. So I can't even imagine trying to sift through the designs next year. How many submissions there'll be? <laughs> yeah, Good luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> it was already bad enough this year. What I think Tony spent three days numbering them. Oh. Yeah, just trying to sort them out and keep oh. you know keep them lined out. It was it was a challenge. It was yeah. a challenge yeah. just to look at them all. You know, it's like. You gotta look at them all as the builder because you don't want to miss anything. You know, there may be that one in there that, whoa, I I missed that. You know, dang. You know, so yeah. yeah, just don't anybody don't put my name on it. Don't say, oh, Bill, <laughs> do this. You know, don't do that. Okay, yeah, everybody heard that. Make sure you, you do add his name because it's, <laughs> it's a personal challenge to him, and he'll build oh. every one of them. <laughs> Well, if you do it, do it all and build aluminum. <laughs> well, we might have to up the uh, starting money on that one, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you right now, I mean, the, the, the talks are, and this is pr- probably leaked out through this one, uh, and we might we'll probably bring it up in all the, all the next of them, that um, Doing it for next year, there, there's going to be a couple of things leading up to the finals. That's what, that's what the plan is, and that's what the hope is. So you might have um, an event that happened at, um, let's say, QuakeCon. And then after that would be maybe Envision would be the finals. So there might be a few different things that, that will lead up to it. I mean, they, they really liked it. CP was all behind it. NVIDIA seems like this is great. We already talked about maybe it might be next year would be an SLI challenge. Triple SLI? Uh, three-way? It could be. Let's get a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like that, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, there's, there's the ideas out there. and Who knows? Maybe you won't have to spend a dime next year. That'd be sweet. So you're saying that if they do it next year, there's a possibility that there may be stages where we have to be at these events? Um, you can, maybe, maybe not. I, it's just an, an idea. Of saying, okay, the next pr- progression of the stage would be at QuakeCon. It may be just um, announcements, or maybe asking maybe people like you or or somebody else to maybe show up, you know, okay. or or you know, kind of like a, like a personal appearance, like you know, OCC did, or or people like that, just to, to gather more steam about this, and then have like the finals because this year they didn't do an envision, which is going to be a smaller one, I guess. It's just more of a a technical one, but I've heard rumors possibly of one next year. And if they do, then they would try and do the the, the modding competition, uh, the end of it there, like like they sure. did like they did in two thousand eight, where they gave what five thousand dollars away to the winner. Nice. So these are yeah, talks. Cool. Yeah, these are talks and these are dreams. So if we can make it happen, it's going to be we'll be on our way to having a national competition. Yeah, that'd be cool. And it's uh, it's definitely not going to be an uh, ITX board, I'm, I'm guessing. It's, it's going to be something bigger and more than $500. Well, we're hoping. I mean, like I said, this, this is the first time. So we can get maybe, right. more, more people to sponsor it and more people to come in, and maybe some of the sponsors can throw money in. And I mean, maybe it might be a, a challenge of um, you know professional modders against... You know, somebody in the public. I think I think that would be kind of cool too. But we'll work it through. All right, sounds cool, man. 
Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of options. You know, um, I saw, speaking of uh, QuakeCon, and I was talking about this the other day, was um, you guys did that presentation. You had that, like, that theater exhibition hall. Yeah. The stage. Yep. And uh, you guys really had a great turnout for that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. We, we were, and that's cool. We were quite surprised. That was awesome. Um, I would love to see something like that. And uh, I had a question, too. Guys, do they still do a case mod contest at QuakeCon? <laughs> um, they did have one this year, but, you know, Dwayne can verify it because he was actually there. It didn't go too well. Okay. A, lot well of, a lot of people were upset about it. Well, they did, they did do it, and unfortunately, as, as much as we like going to QuakeCon, dealing with some of the people there is, is a little tough sometimes. And um, they kept announcing that uh, PC's Perspective was going to be judging the contest at X amount of time, and then that wouldn't happen. And then they would be there again at this time, and it didn't happen, it didn't happen, it didn't happen. And then Craig, uh, Tech Daddy, as everybody knows him as, actually got a hold of Ryan, Ryan who runs PC Perspective, and he says, they did what? He says, we, we, we never told them any times like that. So QuakeCon was just kind of doing this thing. It ended up that some of the people missed some of the events because they were told they had to be by their PC, and they stretched this thing out to like eight hours. Oh. Yeah, it was like one o'clock in the morning, you know, until it actually happened or, or whatnot. So... Oh. That was one of the the foo bars, but I don't think it was because of PC perspective. Because, like he said, he right they never set the the, the exact time. QuakeCon was was doing all this. Well, yeah. you know what, QuakeCon needs to have you guys be in charge of that element because that's what you're good at. It's your expertise. We'd love to do it, Bill. We've been trying to do it for years, and we've been trying to do it. And we told him, you know, we don't want to be paid or all this other crap. We want to make sure that it's done right. Because every time we've been there, there's been some kind of foobar that has happened. And it's, we're not kids, we're not 21 or 18 or 13. You know, we're older gentlemen. We know how to do this. We know how to play the games. And we'll get it done right. They just got to trust us. Right. Well, if you guys, I mean, I don't know a lot about Quick. I mean, I know about Quick, and I've never been to it. But um, if they could give you just full reign of like one hall to do your own thing you know what I'm saying where you can call your own rules and stuff I think that would be cool yeah oh, yeah yeah. we we did try and get again try and grab the, the, the modding competition part of this but uh, PC's perspective had already gotten that and I'm sure they typically they just don't give that stuff away I'm sure they paid for that yeah, well, I don't think of modding when I hear PC perspective. I mean, they're just they're a hardware review site. Sorry if I offended anybody out there, but I don't know anybody that goes to PC perspective and puts work logs on their person. So, right. Anyways, well, you're right. Anyways, I would hope that someday that you know I hope that you guys continue to go to QuakeCon and do those exhibition hall things that you did. I saw the video of it. It looked really awesome. There was a lot of excitement. Uh, I would love to, you know do that someday <laughs> yeah I mean uh, the one that we had at QuakeCon similar to what we did at, at uh, Envision a few years ago and you know it's just a uh, great turnout both times 
I definitely think it's something that you know we're going to try to continue to do. It's just a matter of getting everybody there and, and getting everything lined out. Oh, it's a hoot! It's a hoot! And we, Bill, we'd love to have you there, and we'd like to have oh, all man. the all the the modders there. The hardest part is, and I can tell you right now, is that they gave us an hour. That's nothing. I know. <laughs> so you you had the room for an hour, and you had to get out for like another kind of presentation to go in there. Yeah. Actually, we were the last. We were actually the last presentation of that day, and um, what was happening? There was other bigger events given away, like they were going to be giving away the Mustang. And we went about an hour and 15 minutes, and we still didn't get through all the stuff that we wanted to. Uh, but the crowd was awesome. Uh, we had a we had a huge crowd. The crowd was was great. Uh, if, if anybody wants to hear a little more details actually about it, in our last podcast, we, we talked quite a bit, me and Craig, because Craig was the other guy that was up on the stage with me and uh, Tech Daddy. And he had a great time. Craig's actually, and I didn't know this, went to college, I guess, with a voice scholarship, so he's got that persona yes. and voice and, and and the stage presence. It's just like he demands it. Just just being up no. there. Well, plus he's six. He's eight. a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just his size alone demands you pay attention. <laughs> so yeah, Craig's awesome. He's a great host. <laughs> he is. He's really great, and we would love to have you, Bill. Um, th- the next time, uh, I, I'm going to get with Paul, and. Uh, I think from the turnout that they saw and the excitement that we drew, that um, I think it is going to happen again next year for us. Okay, cool. So you might be getting an invitation if you want to come up on stage with us. Yeah, I would love to do a demo or something. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We're just going to have to make sure we get some more time. <laughs> book a yeah. couple slots. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look at podcasts are an hour now. <laughs> you know? uh, it's just... It's, it's, and when you, the thing is, is that uh, there is really no official event for modding, you know. And so when you get guys together, and it's hard for all of us logistically, it should be a full day event at least. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, and, that's, and, that, and that's the cool thing about like QuickCon is that it's a, it's over three days really. So I mean, if you, if they wanted to really do something cool, they could do a lot of cool things there. Um, especially about modding. I mean, they could say we could have a mini mod competition. You know, you got two days to design something and build it. That would be kind of neat. Or just the event itself. Uh, I'd like to see an area where you just take and, and everybody who brings in a mod because right now it's it's in the BYOC in the in the main land area, and you got to kind of walk through. <laughs> You know, hundreds of aisles trying to find these mods. But if these guys wanted to be in the competition, I think it would be better off if they were in a roped-off section or a particular section where they were at, like a car show. And they're yeah. all there, and you can look at them and talk to yeah. the guys and, and all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, for coming to game and coming to the gent of the case mod contest, they need to bring two rigs. Case mod for the contest, and then bring your rig to game on. Well, the thing is, is that... Um uh, from my understanding, is that I know that wasn't Shell Dog. He won one of those con- competitions years ago. Shell Dog was wasn't a QuakeCon that he was at, or is it somewhere else where he had, they had a stage and it was a case mod competition? I, I know there was a picture of him standing on the stage getting. Yeah, I think it was second. It was second place. It was QuakeCon. It was second place oh, for the. Uh, I think it was for the Unreal Tournament mod that he did. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they don't they don't do it like that anymore. Then uh, they did it again this year, but it was during the PC All perspective right. yeah. um, right. show. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I think they learned their lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see that happening again. So. All right. Well, maybe we can get a petition going and get get QuakeCon to recognize us. I mean, we've worked with them before, and they've even talked to us before, but it's for some reason it's a little hard. Well, it's it's probably because it's mostly made up of um, volunteers, and it's not their yeah. full time job. Right. And they they lead the rest of their lives, you know, eleven months out of the year, and then that one month they're just encapsulated with with QuakeCon. So. Yeah, I could tell by the videos and stuff. It gets pretty crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You should go there, Bill, just to just to experience it once. It is fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I um, I actually I thought about. Well, I saw one video where they had a um, like a trade booth area. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool, and I would love to have a table at that. And I was, and I'm, I probably would look in if I if I go next year, I'd want to have a table there. Um, try to, I'd look into that. You know, so they could, we can have some of our stuff there. People can see it. Okay, speaking of CES. I'm going. <laughs> you know what? I'd like to try to get out there this year because... Um, well, let me know. Uh, yeah. Okay, here's the deal. Are you building uh either you guys are doing something for Cooler Master, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Are you, are you use it for their suite? I have yeah. no idea. I'm pretty sure that's where it's going. Because yeah, he told me, uh, Jonathan Blue said that mm-hmm. uh, they're not doing a booth this year, that it would be in their suite. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So, yep, I'm doing a, I'm doing a District 9 theme PC for them. Oh, yeah, see, what they, they wanted me, or actually contacted Tony, and I'm the one that ended up doing it. It's, they wanted just a basic kind of car theme. I mean, not even a car theme, but a car style, where it's a nice, clean finish, you know, maybe some striping. Up your alley. You know, yeah, just just kind of a, I hate to say it, kind of a simple mod. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, i got to get out to CES because there's so many people in the industry that I've met online and I need to be in person and just uh, just as a professional need, you know, go out and mingle. And yeah. uh, um, I'm actually thinking about uh, pitching to uh, Logic Supply since they were so generous in sponsoring us with the power supplies. Um, I was pitching, I was thinking about pitching an idea to do something for their uh, their booth at the show mm-hmm. uh, using the uh, using another Zotec. So if I got enough time, I'm probably you know say, hey, you guys, would you be interested in doing a little custom display or something? Absolutely. So, but if you go, let me know. I've gone, this will be, I've already got my uh, my tickets and everything for, for the event. Already? Yeah, you have to sign up for that. If you sign up for it early, you get it for free. Huh. Just go online and you order as, as press because... Uh, oh, yeah. You go through and you, and you set yourself up as press or, or manufacturer or whatever. There's different things you can go in there and you get this stuff for free. Otherwise, if you show up at the door, it's like 250 300 bucks a day or something. Yeah. I know that it's the biggest revenue period for Vegas. At least that's what I was told. Just yeah. during CES. Yeah. And the hotels go up a bit, too. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It's, it's tough. It? It's tough to get hotels. Um, right now, I'm looking... Because I'm, I'm really kind of holding off on getting the hotel thing. It's if you're wanting a good hotel, 
boy, it's going to be two fifty, three hundred bucks a night. But I can I can tell you this: if if you go there, you're not going to spend much time in the hotel anyway. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Looking- well, I you know, I, a couple of years ago I was looking at going and um, Hooters Hooters Hotel, mm-hmm. right? It did it wasn't that terrible for for one night. No, you can get that right now about eighty nine ninety bucks a night. So. If you were to reserve now, they'll still honor that price, this price now, or are they going to be like, well, that's... No, if you do it now, they'll honor it. Absolutely. All right, dude. Well, i got to start thinking about that seriously then. Uh, yeah, because, see, for me, it's just a, it's just a car drive up. For you, it would be a flight, but yeah. you know, I'm just a few hundred miles um, south of it. So yeah, just, and i got to remember not to take Delta because they'll go 150 miles past the... Uh, yeah, you, you'll, you'll end up in San Diego. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on with that. But if you go, let me know. I mean, I'm going to be up there. I've been debating, because see, they have press things like on Tuesdays. And you can go to certain events on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and stuff. Or you can just go to the regular open conference. And they still have press stuff uh, for uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Sundays, really don't worry about it. Because that's one of the days. It's it's kind of like any other event. It's kind of a loadout. They're there until like noontime, and then shit starts disappearing. Yeah. So the big days actually are Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this year. Really? Okay. Um, and you can edit this. Where are you, where do you stay at when you go? It depends. Um, one year I was at the Stratosphere because I got it cheap. Again, um, the uh, uh, Circus Circus is if it's cheap. The rooms really are a little better than a, a Best Western, but the good thing about them is is that you can go, uh, you can walk to the event, or you go right across the street to the Riviera, I believe it is, and you can get on the tram. Cool. So when is like the last minute I can wait up till before I get serious about thing of going? I mean, would I have a couple more months here? Nah, not really. <laughs> I, w- I would month? say the first of December. If you All have, right. if you haven't decided by then. Um, you can get the free passes, your badge, you take it up to give you a badge, and, and you get all this stuff. If you can get in the, the press way, because all they got to do is, is show that you have something online, like an articles or something that you've done, uh, you get free lunches, you get a free bag, you get free access into these other places. Um, if there's like a, a, a speech by somebody, it'll, you can get into the press area, which is always up in the front. Um, it, it has a lot of little extra things, like like going around. Last year, I was taking pictures and stuff, and they were coming out with the new um, OLED TVs. It's the ones that are like a half inch yep. thick. Remember that. And people were up there taking pictures, and they're all over. You can't take pictures. No, no, no. You can't do that. Blah. And they're blocking them. I walk up. I walk up there with a press thing, and they just. <laughs> it's like the Red Sea opens. You know, I'm sitting there taking nice. pictures, and people are looking at you like, "Well, who the hell is he?" <laughs> Did you do you make yourself like an MI laminate? Wear that just to kind of. Um, know your name is actually on there and the company you're with. And I had a couple of shirts. I had a, like a polo shirt that has Modders Inc on it, and I think I wore a T-shirt one day. The same thing. Well, that's cool. But you can well, you can put on your own little badges if you want. But you have to have the CES badge, or you can't go anywhere or do anything. You can't even right. go to the door. So and you and you have to get that there at the event. Yeah, what you, what you get is you get a. Uh, I'll open it up right now. Uh, you get a little 
little tag, and you don't, like I said, you get free lunches every day, free breakfast, which it doesn't it doesn't sound like much, but actually it's quite it's quite nice because it's you know five bucks for you know a small cup of coffee. But you get a little badge that goes inside to your holder, and you get a card um, that you swipe when you go through places. It all has all your information because all these places will have these little card swipes. And you can be standing there talking to them, and, and they're like, well, I'd like to have your information. Instead of maybe having to exchange a business card or something, you can swipe it through the machine. And it gives you gives them all the information that you put in on their website. So it's it's automatically generated for them. Being the owner of CaseMod blog, I mean, I shouldn't have a problem there. I don't think you would. And being the owner of MNPC Tech and right. all this stuff, I, you shouldn't have a problem. But I would do it as soon as possible. With the economy, it's changed everything with business. Oh, yeah. You have to think of new strategies now, and you have to network in places that you never thought of before. I've done so much networking this past year that, you know, never talking to so many different people out there and people, small people out there that you wouldn't see on the radar, you know, just, you got to keep yourself busy, man. You got to, we say we got to feed the mill or else we don't get fed. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, for you, it's, it's a business. See, what's kind of weird is that it's, it, Modern Inc. for me is really not a business. It's 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 fun. I like it. I mean, we don't sell anything. It could probably really easily be turned over into a business. I mean, make it full time and, and try and generate like PC perspective or the tech report and those guys where they're really generate a lot of money off of it. But we really don't do that. It it started off as more of a hobby and we we're, we're gathering steam. I mean, I'll, and I, I'm truthful and I don't know people. Believe me or not, but all the shit I do is because I like modding and I like what we do, and I, and I enjoy helping people. Okay, I, I I like it, and this is why I'm pushing what I do. If I told Tony like a year ago, I said, you know what, I could walk away from this right now and be absolutely happy of everything I've done. I've I've had a I've, I've had one case in a, in a magazine, I've written an article for a magazine, I've I've gotten a website that's that's getting popular and we've done mods and and we're showcasing and we're doing this stuff. I said I could give it up today and be absolutely happy. If we could take it to the next level, that's great. I I enjoy what I do and and I don't know. <laughs> so, is is your ads the ads that you run is that helping pay for your bandwidth your hosting? Is, that's pretty much what it goes towards, you know. I mean, anytime you want to expand when you own a, an enthusiast site, it's all about buying more bandwidth to handle the traffic. You know, yeah. That's your main cost. Yeah, right now, um, everything that we generate goes right back into the site. If I can find, like, a discount, because we go we go through GoDaddy, and we're, we've got a pretty good, we've got a dedicated server. Um, I think we got, no, I mean, the ads that we run um, do help. The other stuff is the Google, which makes, like, squat. I'm, I'm literally telling you, like, <laughs> squat. Thanks for listening, and remember, visit modersinc.com and put new life into your PC. Music provided by Pinner. Pinner.